This is a homebrew podcast. Hold on. What is it so dark in here? What's going on? Why won't the lights work? Hello? Is anyone in here? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it is I, Tobio. <laughs> god damn it, cat. This isn't funny. Why are you keep putting him up to this? <laughs> you think this is some kind of a game? <laughs> Did you see Roger's face? <laughs> he looked terrified. That was not funny, Cat. I, I really think it's getting to Roger at this point. Well, he did just write a song about blowing up the moon, and then we kill a possible vampire. Vampire or not, I'm really starting to get worried about Roger's mental state. Well, short of having you fuse garlic into his blood, I don't know that there's much we can do. We could ask tips from Grundle about his time when he fought vampires. Wait, you saying vampires are real? Grundle, you fought vampires before? Well, I mean... Technically, I didn't, but my crew did, and I saw the footage. Yeah, that's where I got the idea for the joke. <laughs> well, I thought it was pretty funny. You scared Roger really good, but I really don't think Tobio is a vampire. Are you sure? He's so pale. He's almost white and has sharp fangs. Cat, he's a rabbit folk. They're called Kleppen. But sharp, pointy teeth. He's got a point there. A vampire or not? Welcome to the crew, Tobio! Ragged tosses, all of you. Ragged tosses. Welcome back to the homebrew. This is Campaign 2, Retrograde Infinitum. I'm Grant Melky, the narrator. Joined by my edge runners, MedTech, Andy Hatfield. Sapphire Hayes. I get to do an autopsy on a vampire, maybe. Rocker boy, Cody Smith. Vodjasoko, vampire slayer, and another one bites the dust. Who fixes the fixer? Emily Folger. CC Ren, full-time fixer, part-time hood ornament. <laughs> and Nomad John Keeley. I don't know I just paused. Yeah, that. how are you going to one-up the hood ornament? That was good. <laughs> that, that was good. <laughs> that was 10 to 10. <laughs> Cat, pew pew, did you know people stop walking once you shoot them in the knee? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Previously on the homebrew, the crew heard an accident outside Hawk's Landing and came outside to find Bruce carrying Callus's bodies. Bruce's last words were to Sapphire, Dmitri Tatsarov, before he succumbed to cyber psychosis. Unidentified attackers descended on Bruce, attempting to recover Callus's body and wipe the scene clean, which caused a fight to ensue, and the crew disassembled the attackers, causing the hired mercs to flee, killing the leader, taking her car, and taking her rocket launcher. The recovered body of the leader had some strange features, translucent skin, pointy incisors, and Roger gave in to superstition, staking the body before they finally, seven episodes in, <laughs> headed to the fucking dealer for the first quest of the game. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Let's play some cyberpunk red. I am going to have us just pick up. Um, you handled the bodies, <laughs> as I remember, and we're heading to the show. Is that correct? Yes. Correct. Uh, I think that sounds right. Okay. Yep. You arrive at the Rust and Thunder. It is kind of dead, silent, out on the street um, as you uh, are approaching pretty late, pretty much after dark. 
uh, pulling away. I imagine you bring Rhonda. Where is the rocket launcher living, by the way? Are you leaving that at Hawk's Landing? Is it going to be in the trunk? Are you carrying it like on your back or some bullshit? Like where? <laughs> Since where's... we're not full on assaulting the Rust and Thunder, the rocket launcher is in the trunk of Rhonda. Okay. Rhonda's well, trunk. In oh. the, okay. the secret compartment. Oh, okay. Uh, even trunkier than trunks might trunk in the secret compartment. Um, and you see that people who work for Kellen are kind of outside starting to get cleaned up. Lawmen are on the scene now, and you uh, just kind of like drive on by, trusting that Kellen will handle this situation as several buildings burn from the rocket launchers that exploded and the accident and things of that nature. As you get to the uh, Rust and Thunder, as I mentioned, it is night, meaning that all of the elves are inside. And as you enter the Rust and Thunder, you will see that um, not only is your band looking, Ruffles is looking pretty annoyed. Uh, Cowboy Buffalo and Benny Baker Bartholomew are kind of, you're, you're, all your equipment is set up, they're ready to go. And Waffles is kind of like pacing back and forth, looking a little uh, angry. Uh, and Roger, as you walk in, you see a familiar face at the bar, uh, drinking a little drink. You see your, might I say, arch nemesis. I don't know how much you dislike Nelka, but she is here. How the fuck would she even know about this? Uh, drinking a little drink, and she sees you and just gets the biggest, sweetest, like, infuriatingly pretty smile on her face, just shit-eating and she gives you a little wave. Uh, the dealer is um, here as well, and he's kind of like looking at all of your equipment, kind of like patting his fingers on the cymbals and things like that, and trying to chat up your band. Yeah, I'll, um, even though there's nobody in the whole fucking like line between me and the dealer, I'll walk like right up brush like shoulders with Nelka. Like, oh, pardon me, he didn't see you there. Excuse me. <laughs> I think she would kind of step into your uh, into your path as you uh, <laughs> tried to do that. Uh, can't you see I'm walking here? Are you going to try to just walk by her? I mean, yeah, but if she stands like directly in front of me, what? What are you want? Uh, what's the matter, Roger? Why are you being so? Is that blood? Are you okay? Yeah. I'll- well, we were attacked on our way to the show, like true rock stars truly often are. Oh no, are you okay? You should see the other guy, mate. Hmm. So, uh, what are you, what are you guys doing here? Playing a show. What does it look like? It's just a bit of a strange place to play a show. Right. Can I gauge as they're having this conversation? Can I gauge Nelka and just see is why is she here? Is she trying to get under Roger's skin, throw him off? Was giving her an up down. Got a crush on him? Exactly. I can give you some like surface level insights if you roll high enough on human perception, but. Okay. I already know why she's here. That's a 17. A 17? Mm hmm. Um, so she doesn't seem surprised that Roger is here. You would maybe even guess that she was waiting for him. You would see that as Roger kind of tries to ignore her, that she, you know, intercepts him. So you would guess she's trying to get information, perhaps. But 
that's just kind of like, as I mentioned, just kind of like surface level okay. in science. Uh, so, Roger, as you're as you're talking to Nelka, she kind of like steps a little like uncomfortably close to you and puts her hand on your chest, and she's like, "You know, Roger, I uh, I don't want to see anything bad ever happen to you. I really appreciate you know your music and everything you do here. I just feel like maybe you're playing a little fast and a little loose with like the rules." And I just want to make sure that you're not doing any jobs on on Dan's turf. What does Dan Dieter have to do with this? Do you see Dan Dieter here? She gives you just a sweet little smile. And she says, I mean, I'm here. And that's about as good as Dan being here. You didn't hear? Dan and I are, uh, you know, seeing each other. That is repulsive. <laughs> I mean, it's it's totally chill, Roger. I mean, it's very open. He's a very confident person. You don't have to be jealous. I'm certainly not jealous, mate. Uh, Have fun. Well, you didn't tell me why you're here. To play a rock show. How antsy are the bandmates getting? She she shrugs and she says, I'm trying to warn you, Roger. Well, you seem to be uh, really interested in my new music. So you're in the right place at the right time, love. You're gonna get to hear me debut song. I'm very excited, and I hope that this is just a show. What What else would I possibly be doing here? She looks at you again and kind of squints and just gives you a sweet little smile, and she says, I don't know, Roger, but I will find out. Uh, I think it'll all add up when you hear me song, obviously, probably. She, uh, she shrugs and she says, all right, and steps back. Now I've got to go shake hands with the man. And I walk up to the dealer. He's uh, facing away from you right now. And his butt cheeks are, of course, out as it is night and it's dancing time. Uh, and you just see, like, some glistening sweat uh, on the back of his neck. And he's just doing this gyrating motion. Uh, and as you approach, um, he turns and looks at you and gives you two finger guns. It's like, hey, it's Roger! He catches me like I was about to, like I was in mid, like going to slap his butt. I'm like, hey, and I go in for a handshake. He ignores the handshake and goes in for a hug. Oh yeah, I'll take it. I'll do that thing where I like do the fist in the back. How's it going, mate? I thought you were going to be coming. I'm so excited for the show. I've been looking forward to it for weeks. Uh, There's not much happening here. Uh, this place is getting so popular. He <laughs> motions to Nelka and says, oh, two bands in one night. What are the odds? Right, they're kind of my opening act. They show up wherever I go. They're like roadies. Oh. He kind of cocks his head. That's not what she said at all. Right. She talks a big game, mate. But where's the new music? She hasn't come out with anything in quite a while. <laughs> oh, is that, a, is that how you measure music? Is it by the recency of the songs? It seems to be quite a popular thing to do in my community, yeah. Uh, and uh, he kind of looks around and says, It seems uh, you brought some new friends this time, huh? Oh, yeah, them, they're part of my entourage. No, I'm not. Well, she's my doctor. As you can see, I was shot today. <laughs> he looks you up and down. He's like, oh, I see that, I see that. But uh, both legs, both hands, both eyes, you're, you're doing good. Right. So far, so good. Are you going to introduce me? Don't be rude. Come on, come on. Don't be rude, Roger. Yeah, I like motion for you guys to come in. I'm like, fall in, mates, fall in. 
Cal will walk over. <laughs> Cece's gonna hang a little ways to the back. Like, she will approach, but not go all the way up. Well, you already know Cece. She's my manager. She seems even more distressed than last time. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Right, she was shot today and hit with a car. Doing oh, great, dealer. Doing great, thank you. And then, as I previously mentioned, this, uh, this fine lady here is me doctor, Sapphire. Say hello. Hello. It's nice to finally meet you. I did not get shot or hit by a car today. Just Oh, that's always good. Yes. That's what I say. A good day. No, good. Hit by a car. Don't get shot. Yeah, so it's a good day for me, at least. And then uh, this guy right here is me chauffeur. He drives us around. Big cast. Hi, I'm Cat. I also got shot today. Did you know your penis is out? <laughs> oh, yeah, just a silly goose. Silly goose don't wear pants. Where are you in there? Where am I and where? Where are you in there? I am right here. I knock on his head. Hello, you in there, mate? You live in the head. You live in the head, the screen part. Sure, that, that sounds reasonable to me. He kind of, like, uh, approaches kind of slowly with his, like, palms outstretched, like, kind of silently asking permission to like touch you and if you don't stop him he kind of like would put his hands on your shoulders there's still like a goose emoji just like on the screen (laughs) (laughs) so all this is just extra how you get around you live in the head and that where the soul is how's this all work i think so maybe or it's in my chest i haven't been able to tell you i made it meat or metal it's just uh just electricity right uh, well, I'm very excited for the show. Your, uh, your furry friend seems a little mad. He's kind of bringing down the vibe. Right. He's just always kind of like that, mate. But that's why he's in the back. <laughs> Dealer nuts. Well, it was very good meeting you and, uh, your friends. I'm excited for some music. Uh, just let this, uh, let this song finish. and Don't let cutting off songs in the middle and then the floor is yours. I hope I can do some dancing. I'm very excited. I think you'll be very pleased. You made the right choice. He does a little spin, and he steps off to the side. As he walks away, there's going to be a sound of a goose honking coming from Cat. <laughs> he sh- he shakes his butt to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Roger will get up on the stage, walk over to the van. Nelka uh, looks over at you, Sapphire, um, as you kind of approach the bar, and she uh, smiles. She's like, Oh, hey, uh, what's a pretty thing like you doing hanging out with Roger? No, no one gives a shit. <laughs> She's just gonna go a drink. She, yeah, she, she makes the face like, whoa, and takes a drink. A cranky lot, all of you. No, no, you're just always where you don't need to be. You're obviously just here to antagonize. Why are you here? I'm here on a job. You're here on a job. This is out of your area. Why are you here? Like, really? Why don't you tell me why you're here and I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm here because that fucking stupid guy up there just got shot today and I'm convinced he's not going to live through the night. Who got shot? She just points to Roger. He got shot. Looks pretty good for getting shot. Well, yeah. That's because I'm good at my job. Nice. Impressive work. So, why are you here? She she laughs. She's like, you're, you're trying to tell me you're only here because Roger's here. You're just following him around. Yes, that's what I said. She looks at you very skeptically. Give me like a conversation check since there's not really any sort of like deception. 
conversation. We're gonna dump some luck into this. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's needed. <laughs> Milka got an 11 on her human perception. I got a 19. Nice. Uh, so she said she shrugs and she says, "Well, I mean, if you're really just here for Roger to play a show at a random elf bar, I'll tell you that we have a lead on a pretty big job, and I'm doing some work for Dan." Of course, Dan. Which you should know all about, since uh, Kellen's starting to get a little, uh, starting to get a little brazen, isn't she? You want to talk about brazen, Nelka? Careful there. Oh, she puts her hand on her chest. I'm, I'm offended. As you should be. <laughs> I feel like we should be sticking together. I mean, we're all here right now, aren't we? She kind of tries to put her arm around you, Cece. Absolutely steps away. <laughs> and she uh, stops and puts her hands up and she's like, look, I had a, I, I, I had the craziest thought that maybe Roger was getting into something that was way bigger than him. Roger always is. And I had to come check it out because I'm working a job too that led me here. And you know, I might like picking on Roger. Are you worried about Roger? I am worried about Roger. Of course I'm worried about Roger. I knew you had a thing for Roger. I mean, who wouldn't? Look at him. I am looking at him. Just doing some free show stretches. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty great. (laughs) I mean, are you surprised? He's just the cutest little thing. Um, cute's an interesting word to use. It just, you know, it feels a little... uh, coincidental that you're here the same night. Roger has a show at this bar that you don't really seem tight to come to. Now, see, that's an interesting point because I would say it seems a little coincidental, too, that I get a lead on the job here and the people who work for uh, Cowlin, who has been getting more and more brazen in Dan's territory, they just happen to show up in the same spot trying to talk to the same person playing a show in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, coincidences, I mean, they're just abounding tonight, are they not? I but mean, your friend Sapphire here has assured it? me that she's just here to look out for Roger, and so I'm just gonna enjoy the show. Maybe even uh, get enough drinks and Roger will get lucky tonight. Yeah, good luck with that. Thank Careful you. Careful though, Nelka. People may start calling you a groupie. She, she laughs. Oh, right. This has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. So glad you're here, Nelka. Same, likewise. She turns around, Nimrod, whatever your name is. He um, just is staring at you <laughs> and gives you a look. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, honestly, you should probably ditch them and just get some other people if you, like, really want to go places. Oh, but they listen so well. It's not always the best thing. I forgot that dude's name was Nimrod. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, uh... Quiet people you can trust who listen well and shoot straight are about as good as you can get in New City. Yeah, but they're so boring. They are very boring, but luckily I have friends like you. So true. You know, Nelka, we can have a dance later, maybe to Roger's new song, but for now, I think I just need a drink and to sit down, because it's been an eventful night. She raises her glass. Yeah. Have a good night, Nelka. Roger, as you approach, uh, Waffles is standing with his little arms crossed, uh, tapping his foot. Nice of you to uh, show up, Roger. 
Listen, listen, mate. I knew you were going to be like this, but I have a really good excuse. My friend died tonight. I, and I like, like the hands up thing. What, what are you going to do? He squints at you, looks around. Which friend? Maybe you know him. He was the guy who always wore the nice suit. His name's Callis. It was a pretty crazy situation, mate. You were lucky you weren't there, frankly, because I know you're, you would have ran right outside and got your head blown off. He squints at you and says, I just want you to know that that excuse is going to work exactly one time. <laughs> one time. It's the only time I needed to. And you're late to everything. So condolences, <laughs> I guess. Let's just play a good show. I showed up. It's, you know, weighing pretty heavy on my mind. Uh, c- thank you for showing up. <laughs> the bar is on the floor. Let's fucking blow this place up, yeah? Well, we gotta wait till this song ends first. Doesn't like to cut songs off. Uh, <laughs> you look at the dealer and he's doing like a little like dance, like step thing and uh, shaking his booty around. What is up with that guy? This place is crazy. Yeah, I know. He's kind of a wealthy eccentric, mate. And, you know, he said he'd pay us for this gig. And I thought, you know, it's no weirder than the old lady. No, I mean, a gig's a gig. I just, I don't know. It's a little weird. But, hey, I'm good. Frankly, it's a little bright for my taste. You know, I prefer the dark, neon, purple, you know, that kind of vibe. You know, like Kellen's. But, uh, you know, this does the trick. Uh, let me get the microphone plugged in here. Oh, it's all plugged in. We got everything moved in and set up for you. Thanks for helping. Hey, while we got a second, how did those uh, waffles, how did those freaks get in here? I point to Nelka and her crew. I mean, they're on the bell tonight. Well, I mean, like, uh, did someone do like a bunch of prim- Wait, 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 yeah, they're playing after us. No, they're... I thought I thought that was the plan. We open up for them. <laughs> what? You booked the show. I don't know. What's the problem? I did not book them. Uh, he he shrugs. I'm gonna go back to the dealer real quick. <laughs> oh hey! <laughs> I'm so excited for the show. Who booked them? Who booked who? Those those the, my my roadies. <laughs> he. I don't, I don't speak this lingo you talking. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have to use little words. The man with the pink hair, the lady with the green hair, and the freak with the spiky hair back there. Oh, ne- Neanderthal. Right, I guess that's what they call themselves, isn't it? How did they, how did they end up here? Well, they, uh, they walked in and <laughs> they, they saw that you're gonna be playing and they, they asked to play too. And I thought, why not? I, is that bad? Is it like drugs where you don't want people selling drugs while you're selling drugs? Because if so, I'm so sorry. It seems like a normal thing. If it's, I looked at other shows and there were multiple bands on those shows. I looked them up on the uh, on Spoogle, and they're they're actually like ranked a little higher than you. No offense or anything like that, but I didn't know. I meant no offense. I'm so sorry, Roger. No, no, it's all right, mate. It's not like a criminal offense or anything or something I could attack you for on the street. Oh, Nothing like good. that. Okay. I'm just, like, confused, mate. It seems like everywhere I go, uh-huh. there they are. It's like they're stalking me or something. That's why I call them me little roadies. Well, look at it my way. I've been here for, like, years, a long time. 
and no one's wanted to play Rust and Thunder. And then in the period of three weeks, I have two bands. So it's a little weird for me, too. <laughs> I narrow my eyes at them. Nelka gives you a little wave. I do that like I'm looking at you. I point at my eyes. I point at their eyes. She, like, just gives you the most shit-eating little smile. I get back up on stage. Oh, Zod, we're done talking? Okay. <laughs> Sorry again. <laughs> You're fine, mate. There's nothing to apologize for. Okay. I, you'll have to explain the intricacies of band booking to me later on so I don't make any <laughs> further mistakes. I, What? Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk later, yeah? Right, I apologize. I'm I'm sorry, mate. And I come back. I'm like, I'm sorry, mate. I didn't mean to offend you. I, was just, I didn't mean to come in so hot. It's oh, not a as spicy. big a deal as you're making it. It's a little spicy. I mean, uh, I just got some distressing information that they were playing the show, and I was like, what? Is what? there like How a quick? Is there like a one sentence way to explain to me what's distressing about it? It's just distressing for me because they're playing after me. Here, look. I I don't gauge the human... How old are you? I'm not that old, mate. I'm 25. 25 uh, human years? Okay. Can I tell you a secret? Right, yeah. Let me have it. Maybe it'll straighten me out. I think some of your... Uh, I think I, I think some of the social anxiety you're feeling is... I think your friend over there with the green hair... Uh, I think she likes you. <laughs> yeah, alright. Maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. But right now she's with some fucking guy named Dan Dieter and he'd pulverize my face into the ground if I even said the wrong thing to her. Dan Dieter, he's a, uh, he, he's, he's, he's a fixer, fixer. Why'd Dan right. Dieter be here? Fucking fine now. He's also in a band, mate. So he might come try and book a show. His eyes get big. He's like, oh, I, I know Dan Dieter. That'd be a big show. And old Rust and Thunder seems to be the place to be lately. Uh, okay. I, I'm excited. I, I've been looking forward to this. And sorry again about the uh, misunderstanding with the, the solo act. I didn't know. It's all right, mate. I, I totally forgive you. It's it's water under the bridge, whatever it, moving on with my life. He does not understand that reference at all. Well, bridge. Right, the bridge, mate. Oh, the bridge. Water under the bridge. What's under, br- what's, uh, all right. I get up on the stage. <laughs> He uh, he's down on the little dance floor and he starts uh, starts to clap, um, which everyone kind of joins in and people kind of scoot around to the edge of their seats. And uh, all eyes are on you. Nelka steps up next to the dealer and you see her like and the dealer like kind of whispering back and forth. I'm gonna sidle up and try to hear or read lips as much as I can to try and understand what they're talking about. Yeah, do you have lip reading? I don't think so. Is that a skill? I think so. It's an awareness skill. It is. Aha. I don't have any levels in it, but I can roll for it. It's going to be pretty high check from where you're standing. I would say if you get closer up, you you know what I mean? If you look more at their face, because right now you're kind of behind them. I will, so which way is the band pointing? Are they like performing out this way or are they pointing out this way? So the band would be facing uh, facing west. Okay. Facing Nelka the and the dealer would be facing east. Okay. Then yeah, I'll do my best to like 
just going, checking equipment, you know, standing kind of in the background watching. Yeah, give me give me some sort of check, I guess, to, uh, let's see, we want a boom, 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 boom. Persuasion? No, it's gonna be like some type of cool check, I think. There's acting. Yeah, I like acting. Acting cool, like acting like you're not doing what you're doing. I'll take it. Yeah. Let's sit an acting check. Gonna spend some luck on that just to see. Come on. 11. Ooh. Uh, Could have okay. been worse. So with a um, 11, go ahead and give me your lip reading. Okay. Put some luck into that too. <laughs> Darn it. That's a botch for a three. Uh, she she is like kind of like leaned in close, um, talking to the dealer, and uh, actually makes like direct eye contact with you, and you're like really looking closely at her, like studying her. Yeah. And she, you guys like make eye contact for a second, and she just smiles, like unsure why you're staring at her. I'll lean into it, give her a little wave. She she like makes eyes at you. And she points to herself and then gives you a little wave. Imagine Cece was staring intently and the words she was trying to read on her lips, she was actually mouthing herself. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, that, that. Cece's probably what concussed at this point, doing? so she doesn't be like, what? She said something what? about water buffalo. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kat, you're just uh, hanging out in the back. Is that correct? Just, I'm, yep, just looking around the room. I was not told to do anything particular during this operation. So Cat's just enjoying this at the moment. Excellent. Well, Roger, let's get the show started. Right on. Go ahead and give me a personal grooming check to start. Why not? See how you cleaned up on your way over here. I got a 22. You are looking good as the dealer and Nelka have both noticed. And maybe Sapphire a little bit too. <laughs> and give me a, let me, I'm trying to find your song here. There we go. So you got, you actually get, I wrote down you get advantage on all of your checks for this due to the time you spent developing the band and team building and stuff like that. So wow. you can give me another. I'm such a good band leader, mate. You guys don't give me half the credit I deserve. <laughs> uh, so, go ahead and open up the show. Give me a performance check. Play instrument. Was that what it is? Yeah, performance skills are instrument. like an overall category. Oh, yeah, we talked about this last time. Yeah, player instrument. Oof. I think I might uh, spend some luck. Okay. I mean, this, is, this is a big roll. It's a big roll. At least you have advantage. I got 22. And you do get to roll again. 16. 22 is good. 22 is really good. I'm rocking it. I'm doing my part. Getting those butt wiggles. Well, at least instrumentals-wise, which we... If I remember right, you said the instrumentals weren't that great. So it's kind of like I'm really uh, making a meal out of it, you know. (laughs) Damming it up. Give me... So we've got our play instrument check. Give me a um, a dancing check. I want to see how the butt wiggles doing tonight. Yeah, gotta have those butt wiggles on there. Gotta have the butt wiggles. I'm gonna save my the rest of my luck for now. I'm just gonna use you pray that the advantage No lucky butt wiggles. Is uh, Why can't you again. wiggle the butt? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Roger! Oh, no. You just rolled three twos in a row. 
<laughs> he did roll three Waffles. twos in a row. Roger, what's wrong? Got shot in the butt today. <laughs> Listen, it's our first time playing this song live, mate. I'm just trying to focus on it. The dealer's going nuts on the floor. Like, he's loving it. And he's like, Roger, you gotta wiggle. Wiggle it, buddy. Wiggle. <laughs> okay, um, so your play instrument, you played the song well. You had an average of 16 on the song when you were writing the song. So you played it better, but you didn't quite get the uh, the, the dance part of it. Um, and so you do have to look into the audience. You do see Nelka kind of smirking. And she gives you kind of like a sarcastic thumbs up in the middle of it. But the dealer's loving it. The dealer was there for the music. I would say all in all with an average of, what do we get here? We got a 22 and a 13, an average of 17. Uh, it's good. It's a good, it's a good show. The dealer is definitely impressed. Uh, Nelka is not, does not seem to impress. And there are uh, several elves that have been just sitting in their like corners this whole time. You see a lot of them tapping their feet and several of them get up and start dancing. So this place is, this is place is the most, I almost said bumping, which I made fun of Emily for saying. This place is the most bumping. It's the most bumping it's ever been. Since you've seen it, yeah. They're having a good time. I brought the bump, baby. The old Roger Socko bump. All this, this is music. This is hardcore. It's a hardcore bump. The hardcore. Is that, what, what, what did that song, was that about what I think it was about? Absolutely, mate. I wrote it for you. He puts his hands, both of his hands to his chest. He's like, I am so happy. I could cry. Now, the only real question is how do we accomplish the goal? What? How do we do it, mate? How do we destroy the moon? Let's get rid of it. You're sick of it, Roy. Let's destroy it. He gets very somber at that. We need to kill the moon. Right? Yeah, like, like the vibe goes down several points. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I think I stepped in it just like you did earlier. But even, I'll back off. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's okay. It's good. Are you sure, mate? I'm sorry. Listen, I'll buy you a drink. You're gonna buy me a drink at my bar. <laughs> Roy, I feel terrible. Well, uh, I guess it's Nelka's turn to play now, yeah? Roy, yeah. I think me and me band are gonna leave. <laughs> Really? Right, yeah, well, I got shot earlier today and my friend died, actually. Oh, it happens. Right. You live as long as I do, a lot of friends die. Oh, you know, right, that's really sad. I didn't even think that. <laughs> no, it's okay. I didn't. It's okay. I, I didn't. I don't want to take away from your grief. Uh, losing friends is very hard. Right. I'm, I'm sad that you're leaving, but, uh,. Well, I mean, you talk. You can talk me into staying, mate. I guess. What can I say? You're very persuasive. You're you're a confusing person. <laughs> I don't know how to talk to you. I kind of like it. Keeps me on my toes. <laughs> I like motion back to the band that we're staying. Uh, they they don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> they just like give you an awkward thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Waffles is like, we weren't gonna leave, Roger. You're the only one who has a problem with Nelka. You have to play with other bands. I thought we were leaving in solidarity. Why? Why do you have such a big problem with them? Well, for one, they shouldn't be playing afterwards, mate. They should open for us, if anything. I would be open to that. They're a bigger band! That's why I would be open to it. It would make us look good. 
Shakes. It's just not how it works. You're a, you're a rocker. You know this. <laughs> but I'm following why I'm asking this. I'm not following the rules, am I, Waffles? Well, you're going to have to raise yourself from a four star to a five star on Spoogle. <laughs> if you want to be bigger than Nelka. Right. Listen, when we get to six, I've got us a book gig book down at that mushroom bar. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So I don't know if you want to make some dummy accounts or something and start giving us some five-star ratings. I mean, that's not the worst idea. But no, I mean, here's the thing, though. The bigger we get, the bigger bands we're going to have to play with. And I don't know what what your deal is with Nelka and Neanderthal. Like, yeah, it's competitive. Like, yeah, I want to be better than them. But, like, be cool. We are better than them. It's part of what bothers me is that no one else seems to notice it, man. You got to be cool, dude. Right. Well, it's really hard to be cool when they're stepping in me cornflakes every time I turn around. She's just fucking with you. I think she kind of likes you too, dude. Well, you know what? She just told me that she is fucking dandy. Nice. <laughs> Why is that nice? <laughs> I mean, I- I'd fuck Dan Dieter. I don't like him very much either, frankly. You don't like anybody. Why are you in this game? I'm in it for the music, mate. Did you not hear me soul up on that stage? I mean, you could probably wiggle your butt a little better if you're going to put your soul into it. The soul is not located in the butt, mate. <laughs> Where's the soul? Where's your soul? <laughs> I always could have considered the soul of my soul to be like an aura that I emit. Uh-huh. Seems like the theme of the night is where's the soul. <laughs> Roy, I kind of caught my, my head because that guy was the dealer was bringing it up. Now I'm kind of thinking about writing a song. Um, okay, so let's see how Nelka does with her play instrument. Ooh. Oh! Grant, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Um, while Nelka was distracted trying to fuck with Roger, uh-huh. could I have been trying to get Norn and Nimrod drunk on shots? Absolutely. Before you don't have they to went roll. to play. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to roll. Like, They're both fucking in the sauce. Yeah, just chatting them up They're and getting them <laughs> real drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this place. Guys are great. You're here for a job. Yeah, drink up. <laughs> they they stumble up on stage and Nelka like zips down her like uh, jacket that she has on and like just starts to like dance around and move cool as shit and then Norin and Nimrod are both like <laughs> like just complete they're so drunk and she her eyes get big and she looks behind her and they're yeah they're completely wasted right now and she looks at Sapphire Sapphire has the big shit eating grin now uh yeah when she sees that and realizes that it was your doing she seems pretty impressed she kind of she she smiled. It's not like a shit-eating grin, but she kind of smiles and, and winks at you. Uh, let's see if she can save it with her dance skills, though. It's pretty good dancing. It's better than me. Uh, she got an 18. I think that's better than I've done the whole game. Dancing, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe in dance, but your play instrument was much better. Well, I'm, I'm frankly, I'm a better musician across the board. The best that she could do uh, with Norin and Nibrod, who are just like not in their right minds right now. And that gives them an average of 18 plus 11 divided by 2 of 15, meaning that Spinal Scepter put on a better show than 
Neanderthal tonight. Yeah, they did. Of course. <laughs> Not by a lot. <laughs> but it did. It did happen. And the dealer it seems to be kind of grooving with Nelka and dancing with her. But uh, he seems to be very put off by the quality of the music. Absolutely. Uh, they're... they're they're ranked higher than you, but your music was... I could groove to that way better, baby. Right, it seems to be a little bit of a... In my community, there's a bit of a hot debate about whether you should focus on the quality of the music and put it out as fast as you can and then just get up there and wiggle your little butt off yeah. and uh, put on a good show. Uh-huh. And then there's my philosophy that okay. you spend a long time crafting uh-huh. great music... Uh-huh. And then you go up there and you perform it to the best of your ability. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know, dancing is uh, secondary to the music. I don't like that. I don't know. <sighs> dancing right. is... You got the body, you got the soul, you gotta move it. If you had to pick one, mate, that for the guy doing the music, you, you're out there dancing better than I can. Now, here's a crazy thought. Nelka, her bandmates are pretty shit. Right, they're terrible, mate. So why don't you just have Nelka join your band and you Um, both sing and dance? Since she's so much better at dancing than you. Oh, I don't know about that, man. That's a pretty crazy radical idea. That's That's the kind of thing that I could attack you in the street for. Oh. (laughs) Well, let's hope I don't see you in the street. No, I'm I'm just playing with you, mate. No, we've never gotten along very well. I don't really understand it. Yeah, you know, I came onto the scene and she was just always rough on me. I think it was because I'm uh, just frankly more talented. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the show. I get you your money. Uh, right. You wanted some drugs. Uh, well, I, it was part of the deal, mate. It's not that I want them. It's that I have to take them. You don't like drugs. I wouldn't say I do or I don't. I just, you know. I fucking love drugs. <laughs> Yeah, me too, mate. I really like them, but, but you know, it's something I can't let get out of hand. I've got to keep it, keep it straight enough to keep me business rolling. Look, I I know we had a deal, but I feel like you wrote me a song. Uh, that that it seems like it was for me at least. Uh, don't want to assume, but I'll I'll, I'll just give you the money. I'll keep my drugs. <laughs> In interest of a long friendship. I just look at him like stone cold face, and I'm like, well, I mean, you you. You can give me the drugs, mate. I... I'm so confused. Why don't you ever say the things you want to say? I look back at my band and I look around. And I'm like, because you never know who's listening, mate. Oh, oh, is someone listening? I look back at Nelka and I'm like, you, oh, I, I don't know. People are crazy, mate. Those guys follow me wherever I go. Okay, so you want I drugs. think they're gang stalking me. <laughs> okay. So do you want drugs or do you want money? I'll take the original agreement that we had agreed upon originally. Okay, so you want drugs. Uh, It's not that I want them. It's that I have to accept them as payment. He seems a little confused. Got it. What do you want? Man, I wish Cat was closer. I would like you to fulfill your end of the bargain. No, I know. What do you want, though? I've got Boost. I've got Berserker. Oh, all right. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, get, um, give me give me the menu. Uh, is this oh, just well, the... if you open up your item compendium and then go to drug. <laughs> uh, all right. 
You can have, uh, let's say, 500 nano worth of something there. Nice. But listen, I mean this with love. If you sell drugs in in my area, I will I'll kill you and everyone you love. Oh, I'm they're not for selling. They're for doing. I know. I'm telling you that. Uh, they're not right. for selling. Hey, uh, I heard Nelka I... might be selling drugs. Really? I'm just playing with you now. I'm just, I don't want to send you a gun squatter. That's probably not something to joke about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, Caesar's going to slide up to Sapphire once this conversation has concluded. It's never going to end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see Roger, he's holding like one of those like bistro menus, but it's just drugs. It is. It's like he has an actual menu. I think I agree with that. Let me reconfigure the map real quick where everyone is standing. And then uh, let me know what you select from that area. And the music starts to play again. Their music, the club music, which is kind of the, the bassy, hardcore house type music. I might take some of this smash. It gives you gives you plus two to dance. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could take lots of that. That's yeah. pretty cheap, if I remember correctly. Because it doesn't really have any, like... Super useful effects. I didn't like dancing. Right. Uh, and you see Nelka after they're done playing. Um, Nelka seems to be like chewing out Nimrod and Norin. Uh, and then Sapphire, you said you were talking to CC, or oh, CC said you were talking yeah. to Sapphire. Yeah, I'll set up to Sap. Nice play there with the shots. Well done. I mean, it was mostly just because it would be funny. I'm glad it worked though. I mean, yeah. And I like. Look back at Nelka, kind of look around, make sure no one's listening. Like, so Nelka, there's no way she's not on the same job. Yeah? yeah. Why else would someone come to the Rust and Thunder? Yeah, no, it's obvious. Probably gonna warn Kellen. Yeah, well, what's our play tonight? Do we still go for it? I mean, I don't know that we have another choice, so. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Otherwise, she's just gonna go for it. So, yeah. Just... She was I already know. talking to the dealer. I tried to rear lips, but I can't see for shit right now. I might be concussed still. Um, my vision's kind of swimming. We'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah. So that's a bit concerning. I'm uh, fine. I'm I'm good. Um, do you think Roger's setting it up right now? He's talking to the dealer. Do you think he's just doing his own thing? I, <laughs> having witnessed previous conversations with him and the dealer, I'm gonna guess no. Um, I think they're more likely to be setting up a play date of sorts, or I don't, I don't know, a dance? I, yeah, no. Long story short, I don't think so. Okay. Do you, I mean, Roger seems to have the closest relationship with him, so do we need to go remind Roger of Very why we're possibly. here? Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go talk to him. Um, just wanted to check in with you, make sure you knew. Where's Cat? What has Cat been doing this whole time? Cat's just been enjoying the music in the back of the bar. Just like thoroughly enjoying the show. He thought it was very interesting, the musical tone that Neanderthal chose for the set for the follow-up show, but <laughs> that was an artistic choice they made. What's <laughs> <laughs> the choice? Uh, All right. Cat's just been over there. Weird colors have been flashing on his screen. I think he's just vibing. An occasional goose. Occasionally okay. dancing goose that don't seems to be just doing his own thing. I don't know, I haven't really wanted to bother him. I've been more having fun and fucking with Nelka because she deserves it. Yeah, you're right. 100. All right, I'm going <laughs> to go grab Roger, see if we can get this actual show on the road. 
get like set up a meeting or doesn't he read cards or something say like the rest of us would like to have our cards read and see if we can go out of the main room that is an excellent idea i will go facilitate such things you are a genius seth as always love you walking away and she like limps away (laughs) hey roger well done good show we'll work on the butt wiggles you always say that yeah because you still need to work on them you i'm not gonna teach you i look at the dealer it's not what it sounded like it's not what it sounded like. <laughs> I mean, is that what you were talking to him about? He could teach you, I'm sure. We were settling our tab. So you were negotiating payments for this job, which is a cover for another job, and you didn't bring out other payment? Uh, right. we didn't really discuss. Eileen and I, we didn't really discuss how I was going to do that. Do you want me to just be honest? Like, how are we doing this? That's very fair. Um... You two just had such a close relationship. He seems off-put by me, because apparently I've got a dark, sad vibe to me. Anyways, why don't we just go talk to him and see if we can set up a meeting. Saf suggested having him read their cards, see if we can, like, go take him over to a quiet booth or a separate room. That's a good idea. I like that. He'll probably like that a lot. Yeah. I just, with how close you guys are, I wanted to make sure you were there. So, you know facilitate that relationship Let, let's go let's go talk to him come on and we'll just wander over all right so i go back over to him after like <laughs> putting in my order for drugs yeah are you still holding the drugs menu yeah there's like a little app for rust and thunder and it's like you put it you put it in and then you have to like pick it up from the bar after a few minutes it's like a drive through type thing <laughs> and yeah he looks up and he's still he's still wiggling. Music's still going, but he's having a drink. Like, oh, hello. Are you still very sad? I am working on it. That's good. Yeah. Um, just coming up to you know say thank you for letting us play here. It's been a wonderful evening. I agree. Yeah, it's been great. We'd love to come back. Oh, okay. My other friends didn't get the chance to uh, to have their cards read, and it was so insightful for both. Roger and Di. Uh, yeah. They were wondering if you had time. Maybe we could go. They're very private people, though, so if you have, like, ah. a, a back room ah. or I always like have that. time. It's, like, my whole thing. Well, they would be most appreciative if they could get some of your wonderful insights. You know, some people think the dealer is about the drugs, but it's not. It's about the cards. Did you know that? You know, as when I met you, I... Yeah. Yeah, you just, you have such a, a an intuitive mind, I wondered. Uh, I don't know what that means, but okay, come on. <laughs> come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, like, motion to Saf and Cat, like, let's go. <sighs> yeah, I would follow as well. Sorry, I was looking at the drug list. Cat <laughs> with a question mark on his face, and then walks and follows. Be right back, Ben. I, I'm just going to go do something in the back real quick, something private. Waffles waves and be like, I mean, we'll just see it practice. See it practice. Show's over. Right. So you can, you don't have to stand up there and talk to Nelka and them anymore. You can leave. I mean, it'd probably be industry responsible for us to do some small talk before we go. <sighs> Whatever. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I'll Bye, Roger. <laughs> hey, turn your fucking phone on. And don't be fucking late next time. Listen, mate, I had to turn it on silent because this guy keeps 
fucking sending me texts all day. Look, I got 28 new messages. <laughs> Are you ignoring your fans? I'm not ignoring my fans. I haven't even read them. I've been here playing a show. Okay, get a second phone. I don't care. It is just don't what, ignore me. What a second me. phone? I block that number then. I it's a you're describing a very mundane problem to me, Roger. <laughs> I am confident you can solve it. Waffles. Yes. You're just so you're not very empathetic. Melka walks up and puts her arm around Waffles and is like, hey, come on. You gotta be nice to your people. I led them to a successful show today. I would say I'm treating them quite well. They all got paid in cash, mind you. Right. Uh, how often did you get paid? Some of us didn't get paid at all for the show. No good. Squ- you didn't get paid for your show? Not in cash. <laughs> That's kind of sad, Roger. Right. He right. said. We're not all gifted with a silver spoon in our mouth like you. Give me a human perception check there, Roger. Human perception? Fifteen. She's acting entirely different around, like, in front of your band. Like, trying to make you seem a little crazy, but she's, like, actually acting normal right now. Hmm. And you can tell she's just that type. You know what I mean? Like, she's just like... Yeah. Listen, you guys have fun. Yeah, you too, I'm gonna go do some important networking. Okay. You know, some of us have to work to get shows. We don't just waltz in and say, oh, I want to play a show because I'm a rank four or five or whatever you are. You didn't just walk in here and say you wanted to play a show? No, I had to come in and I had to talk to the man. I had to get his friendship. I had to prove myself. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry, Roger. I didn't mean to stress you out. You just waltz in. There's a way I was told. You just came in and said, hey, what time can I play? And he's like, oh, no, like nine o'clock. Right. Okay. I had to convince him to even put on shows, mate. He I'm not arguing that. with you, Roger. I'm not arguing. I hear you. Why are you? Yes. You did a good job. He's like, right, right, Waffles? Waffles like, yeah, you did a good job, Roger. Yeah, you right, did a good that's job. That's all I wanted to hear. You do, you're doing a good everyone in the job. whole community. Because now we have a new venue that plays shows. Sapphire's going to walk back in and just grab Roger by the yeah. arm and start dragging him back in the way. Roger, stop flirting with Nelka. Let's go. As you're getting, like, dragged away, you hear Nelka being like, my gosh, what's his deal? And Waffles is like, ah, he's just, he's always like that lately. Roger, come on. Now's not the time. I just don't know what to make of it. I'll do everything I can. You just fall right into her trap every time. Come on, just walk away. I just, sometimes I just think I could do better if I just had a full robot band with no emotions. That's not true at all. Emotions is the part of the song. You know that. No, go. Come on, we gotta got a meeting with the dealer. Let's go. All right. Uh, give me one second. I don't like sitting on my chairs without my pants. And he pulls out a pair of pants and gets dressed. Seems like he kind of lives in this room. Uh, there's like a little table and a bed and just some like uh, scattered personal belongings. Uh, and he takes a seat and the music is a little bit more muted in here. It's not as like hardcore. <clears throat> uh, well, uh, my friend says you're interested in the cards and like this to be a uh, private affair. Well, yeah, it's just kind of loud in there. I want to be able to hear what you say. Uh, you get you get used to talking over it, but it is very, very hardcore, Rust and Thunder. Uh, okay, well, let me... Uh, he pulls out a uh, deck of cards, and he very masterfully starts to kind of, like, shuffle it in front of him. 
Uh, you can tell he spends a lot of time with these cards and seems like he's being uh, just favoring them, like a uh, very prized possession to him. And he puts them down on the table and he says to you, Cat, he says, all right, uh, split the neck. Okay. And Cat will reach out and I guess just simply split the deck. And he, yeah, he puts his hand kind of over yours for a moment, touching your hand for just a brief second, uh, closes his eyes, and then grabs the deck, and with his eyes still closed, he uh, shuffles them all into his other hand, and then flips over a card on the table. And, ah, we've, uh, for you, my friend, what was your name again? I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Cat. Cat? That's an interesting name. You're not a cat at all. Your friend is a cat. Is your name Robot? <laughs> Ew. That'd be funny, though. It'll be quite funny. No, her name is Sapphire, but she's not a rock either. Wow. That's some deep shit. But she is quite the gem. <laughs> wow. You guys are on a fucking roll. Do you want me here or should I leave? No, please please make the stop. <laughs> well, uh, for you, my friend Kat, uh, we've got the dream. It's a very interesting card for someone like you. Uh, I agree. Uh, you know, it's not so much a dream like you and I think of dream. It's, uh... Other dimensions, bleeding through, uh, things that could be, things that maybe were, uh, intuitions. Uh, it's things, things, uh, things you can't quite remember. Have you ever had that feeling like there's something that's just on the tip of your tongue or like you're certain you've forgotten something? That's the dream. And it can be about moving on or if it's about the past or it could be about the future and possibilities. Uh, do you have anything you can't remember? Anything, anything hmm. at all? Isn't that the funny part about things you can't remember? You can't remember if you can't remember them. He smiles. Very thoughtful for a robot. No offense. No offense taken. Well, hmm. uh, keep your eyes open for intuitions, for, for dreams. Keep your eyes open for possibilities. This is all ways for the dimensions to, to, to bleed through into what you and I perceive. I mean, you know better than anyone here. There's a whole world inside of your chest or your head, and we only get to see what's on the outside and what you tell us. But inside there, who knows? Who knows? But your path, my friend, is all about possibilities. A wide range of emojis are going across his face as he's trying to process this. Uh, and just for a very brief moment, you see that little boy sitting on the bench next to the dealer with his ball, and he gives you just the sweetest little smile. And then in the next frame, he is gone. And the dealer picks up his uh, deck of cards, and he starts to kind of shuffle them again. So, uh, so rock, right? Sure. Or robot, whatever you prefer. I'm just, yeah, I'm just teasing, Sapphire. I'm so sorry. It's just a funny <laughs> joke. I just made like to make the, the giggles happen. Uh, okay. Then he starts to shuffle the deck, and um, he his fingers are moving just from like literally hundreds of years of muscle memory, and he drops several of the cards. And he's oh, uh, that, sorry, that's a little odd. Uh, he picks them up and kind of flips them around his hand again and does a little flourish and puts the deck on the table and he says, all right, go ahead and cut. She'll, she'll cut it and she'll just say that you don't drop cards often. Interesting. No, it's, I mean, hands. I mean, maybe, maybe a long, long time ago, but uh, we get to master skills a little bit more than your kind, no offense. How, how, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 723 years old. That's a lot of card practicing. 
That's a lot of part practicing. I'm from the, I'm not even from here. I, I escaped when the planet was destroyed. I was on one of the boats. Really? Yeah. A boat. I didn't think anybody made it. Oh yeah, lots of people made it. That's I mean, how we're here. Makes sense why we're here, but I mean, I didn't think anybody was still around. Oh yeah, uh, me and and then he stops. So, yeah, just me. Yeah, that's a sad that's existence. Sad. No, lots of friends. I've survived a lot. I mean, you think about it. I survived the destruction of my planet. They crash the moons into my planet. Blows up. I get to come live here, uh, and then. All the people that get they get the virus, the big net crashes. Uh, everybody gets sick. Everyone goes crazy. I survived both those. Some people say unlucky. I live through both of them. I say I'm lucky. I survived both of them. What do you think? I would say you're lucky you survived. Yeah. I don't know if I would call some of that living. He uh, he puts his hand when you uh, cut the deck. He puts his hand on your hand again um, and just closes his eyes for a moment. And you feel just the slightest kind of like aura tug. I don't know how to describe it. Like <laughs> like um, some type of magical energy, but it's not something you're familiar with at all. That's not something that's normal in like New City. Mm-hmm. But you do, you feel. You just feel this like slight shift in the, the air pressure in the room as he brushes your hand. And then he stops for a moment and he takes a deep breath. Says, I, I don't know, Sapphire is maybe not such a good idea. Why? I thought it's just hard. He looks down at the deck. I'll pull pull the card if you want me to. I just, I don't know. You don't have to know everything, eh? I mean, I, me personally, I feel like I need to know everything. But can I get any sort of read off of the dealer right now? Is he like frightened? Is he pitying? He's. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would say both of those are accurate. I think you're what what you're picking up on is is accurate. Was I able to catch what cards had fallen? Um, uh, nondescript. Like okay. they probably they like landed face down. Okay. And he shrugs. Everyone's fate is their own. I am just the dealer. I don't. I don't. I just hand out the cards. You know, not my job. Maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe I'm wrong. I just dropped the card, and he pulls the top card off the deck and pants down. It's like, nope, I was right. Sorry. <laughs> and the card is um, has a picture of a a woman on it with like this long, flowing white hair uh, and some type of like celestial body at the bottom of the card. Like, well, that's the mother. Not a card to draw much. Is this supposed to mean something to me? I'm sorry, well, I'm not very familiar with the cards. It's a lost art, I do know. Uh, unfortunate. Um, it could mean nothing. Uh, there certain conditions have to be in place for that to matter. Are you familiar with the New City Tarot? They call it New City Tarot. To me, it's just the cycle. I'm using the vernacular, the colloquial. You know what I mean? I wouldn't call it New City Tarot. This is a long time for me. Sorry, I'm talking too much. Uh, I, the, the mother's the beginning can be, can be just not just like a a stack of wood can be a a fire the mother can be the beginning of a cycle but only under very specific conditions uh are you a mother (laughs) you don't have to answer let me say it this way if you are indeed a mother i'm sorry for pride uh if you are a mother your child would have to have a brother and there would have to be something about that relationship that could lead to violence, which is the next card. 
some type of stress, some type of strain. I don't know. It's it's always different. A lot of times it has to do with a favoritism or something. But the mother leads to the children, which leads to violence. And the violence leads to the orphan. And the orphan brings the end times. Or a new world. Now, I mean, a new world is what comes after the end times. It's It, it probably doesn't mean anything. So, don't, hypothetically, don't if I did have a child and that child did have a brother and that relationship could turn to violence right then the end of the world could come it could right like you've got wood you stack the wood up in a pile someone lights a match chances are you got a campfire right but it doesn't mean it's going to or you could build it into a nice house yes you could build it exactly you understand these are possibilities it is interesting you're sitting next to a superstar and a dream but I, someone who lives in symbology often sees symbols where there are none, so I'm aware of my bias here. Oh, right. I didn't well. know you were pregnant. What? what? <laughs> I'm not pregnant. Cat's <laughs> <laughs> like, just like the mother. <laughs> no, Cat, I'm not. Pre- pre- I hope not. I'm not pregnant. You said you found it interesting that she's sitting next to a superstar in a dream. What's the significance in that, if we're talking about symbols? Well, I mean, you have all the all the cards. If you get all the cards, I mean, we're going from a we're going from a wood and matches to smoke, right? Like, you play the whole hand, you've got a cycle. What's the last card? The last card? What continuing That depends. <laughs> that depends how good it goes. I mean, it could I, that depends. I, it's, a, it's a lot to teach. Is there a a card relating to a key? A key. It sounds like maybe unlocking the cycle. Is that a key? Yeah. He looks at you for quite some time. No, there's not a key card. Mm. Why did you ask about that word? It just We're talking about a cycle. and Starting cycle, sometimes you have to unlock it. You unlock things with keys. So, I didn't know. I don't know much about card reading, and apparently I'm not one who can be read. So I was just curious. I can try again. How you feeling? Fine. You're a liar. That's a lie. <laughs> Why would you lie to me? I thought we were friends. Sure. Go ahead. Try it. I'm curious now. Uh, he offers to take your hand. She'll hold it out. And he closes his eyes for a little bit. And he's like, huh? Well, nope. Nothing. Yeah. You gotta process some shit. I don't know what I could need. Maybe it's the concussion. Maybe I... This is not yeah. physical. This is metaphysical. This is your soul. <laughs> My soul's fine. Thank you. Um, anyways. Uh, he turns and looks to the three of them. Her soul's not fine. Sapphire's just shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> her soul indeed is not fine. No, it's, it's, no I'm fine. No, it's okay. <laughs> well, that was really fun. I haven't drawn a mother card in quite some time. Uh, when was the last time you drew one? <laughs> Oh, goodness. I haven't drawn a mother card in a long time either. Roger, have you ever drawn cards? Oh, he's making a sex joke, I think. It's a very thinly veiled innuendo, I believe. Right. Oh. Is that like the old lady you were performing for the other day? Right, I don't think she, she was, was probably a mother. I'm <laughs> pretty sure she's a mother. Uh, it's, it's probably been 80, 90 years for me. And it wasn't for anyone in specific. This is like my own uh, signs of the times, so to speak. When I draw the cards, try to see what's going on. It's been a bit. That is quite a while. 
Well, I hope they don't bring about the end of times. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I it happens, though. Yeah. It happens. It has to happen. And it's going to happen again. It's happened before. It'll keep happening. It's a big responsibility, though. I don't know if I want to be that person. Well, if you do, if you if you do become a mother, then just make sure that your children have no reason to become jealous of each other or become at odds with each other or anything to that effect. And I mean, do you have siblings? You, you got to know how that is. He smiles, uh, but doesn't say anything. Well, obviously you do. So, you know that that's probably not as easy as you say it is if you had two siblings together. And fighting and killing are two different things. Yeah, that's true. Did you get along with yours? It's obviously you had them. Ugh. Give me... Give me like a conversation and roll it twice and take the higher since it was so natural. Look at that segue. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Ooh, all right. Well, I can roll a second time, but that's a preem 23. get a higher preem. And another preem 21. I think you just get it for the crits, you know, those preems. Two crits in a row. Yeah, he looks at the door and looks back at you and it's like, I mean, it don't seem like I could lie at this point. You kind of got me. Yeah, I have some brothers. Oh, that's cute. We got along pretty well. I mean... Years are long. Uh, yeah, I can imagine it's hard to keep relationship up for that long. Are they still around? Or did they, they go in one of the crashes or whatever? I think so. I mean, a couple things for me. I don't I don't use the phone. I don't do the cyberware. I've kept myself completely meat. And I kind of stay around here. I know I should make more effort, but don't stay in touch as much as I'd like to. And they're not the most easily accessible people, is what I'll say. Uh, do, you, do you need help? That sounds yeah. sad. What's the last time you talked to them? Ah, well, I've got two brothers. Okay. One, it probably hasn't been too long. 20, 30 years. Oh, that's quite a long time. I mean, this is my lifetime, so... Oh, well, you know. The other one, man, bit, couple hundred years. Wow. Oof. Yeah. You have any idea where they would have ended up? I mean, we could deliver a message, or you could write yeah. a lovely card. Well, thinking of you. I do deliveries. I don't think I uh, don't think they take deliveries where uh, where my younger brother is. But oh, are they oh. in prison? No, no. I mean, well, not so different. But no, they're not in prison. They don't really have prisons on New City. They just is he in with the zombies? That's the closest thing to a prison, isn't it? In the quarantine zone. He shrugs. You're a very intuitive person, so talking in riddles doesn't seem like the best idea. But yeah, I mean, sounds like you've about got the gist of it. That's unfortunate. Maybe we yeah. can just like throw a paper plane over and hope. I could do that. I, I'm fine. It just seems sad. I mean, I'm not not dying to talk to them. They could always come to see me. Well, I mean, can he leave that in the zone? zone? I don't think he can. I, I don't know why he stayed there in the first place, to be honest. Is he not infected? I guess you can't, if- You can't get infected if yeah. you don't have cyberware. It's probably quite uh, quiet. If you don't like people, that would be the best place to go. We always did call him a hermit. His <laughs> nickname. Uh, little, little Hermie. Hermit. Little Hermie, living with the zombies. It's hard. What's his favorite color? Purple? I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> 
Well, yours <laughs> is obviously red. I'm more of an orange fella. Oh, well, I mean, I guess it red is and orange. orange. Right? Yeah. No, it's a all warm colors. You have to understand, though, me and Hermie. I mean, it's a, it's been a lot of change. He he holds out his hand and kind of like flips her in front of him. He says, "Back on a uh, back on the world, I could uh, no joke. I'm not making this up. I could make fire in my hand. No way. No shit. No, I could. Honest. I could uh, make like noises. Fairy tales. No, Boy, from a young noises. Very la, young. La, 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 la. I could make noises <laughs> like they were coming from like another room. Scared the shit out of me, mom. But uh, yeah, it came to the ear. I mean, imagine, imagine, imagine a, a, just a child and you know, you don't know what's going on. You see spaceships in the sky. Never seen spaceships before. They rush you onto a shuttle, nothing on it. There's just people shoulder to shoulder crowded in this thing. And then they shoot you into the air for three days. No food, barely any water. No one knows anything. And the only reason I stayed with my brothers is because we held each other's hands so tight. We did not let go. But my mother, my father, my friends, I never saw anyone I knew ever again. We land, we come out, and there's a whole city. There are streets with no one walking them. There are billboards of non-existent brands. There are buildings with conference rooms filled with snacks that no one's ever been in before. It was, it's, it's impossible to explain if you, your young people weren't there. You don't understand. So Hermie was always a little weird. He was always a bit of a loner. And I think it was just too much. And I think when the chance arose for him to stay away from people, he chose, he chose that. Understandable. What about your other brother? What happened to him? Oh, he's, he's crazy. I would love, <laughs> with love, with love, with love. Uh, He's, a bit crazy. he's obsessed. I mean, how much? How? how <laughs> when, when are you? I, human. I, like seven or eight years old, right? Like, how much actually do you know about history? Not as much as I should. Right. I mean, he's just obsessed with piecing it all together. He's obsessed with like what happened to the planet. He's got crazy conspiracy theories. He is always, he's trying to find different people who know different things and they're dying pretty quickly because no offense, you all just like to drop dead after like 80 years, kind of crazy. Wait a minute, your brother doesn't happen to be the legendary archivist. Got it in one. No. Yeah, that's my brother. But don't tell anyone, we're, he does, he's very private. They're both very private people. I mean, after 700 years, I probably would be too. Yeah. What made you want to open a club? I just needed something to do, somewhere to go. Gotta hide from the moon. Yeah, does that have anything to do with the two moons being hurtled into your planet? I mean, that wasn't very good. <laughs> that was definitely a bad thing. I was very young, though. I don't really remember that part. Uh, I don't think I saw it. Uh, I don't... It's it's all kind of hazy. Especially when we landed and all my, my magic got taken away. I feel like... I feel like that first little bit, I just don't... I don't know. It's like, it's just, it's just, I don't know what they call it. You're a doctor. Uh, do you do any, any brain stuff? Yeah. Sometimes. I think it's what they call traumatic for me. Uh, yeah, that would. I don't really remember. Be a trauma um, response. <laughs> Cece's aware of trauma responses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but I, the moons are bad. Moons are bad. Moons are bad. Yeah, moons are bad. Why are the moons bad? You seemed like you didn't really like the idea of me getting rid of them earlier. I thought you'd be happy to hear 
I mean, you have to have a moon. And why? Who says? Well, I mean, destruction is part of the cycle. If you, there always has to be a way to destroy it. Well, if it needs destroyed, if it, if something were to occur that a new cycle needed to start, and there was no way to destroy the old cycle, we'd just be stuck. And if there's no way, then what happens? I don't know. Totally clear. I'm making perfect sense. So why are you afraid of the moon then? Well, just because I acknowledge the need for destruction and the need for violence does not mean I myself would like to undergo destruction or violence. And no offense, but the last time I saw spaceships in the sky, my whole world was destroyed. So all these newfangled green ships up there. Have you noticed there hasn't been any new ships in a while? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, the yeah, subject right. change. They were all coming. We got, we got, there's like, oh my good, there's a whole world out there. All these other planets, all these people coming, all these uh, outsiders, all these immigrants, and then, poof, nothing for weeks. What's up with that? Oh, I don't know. Have you ever met a vampire? A what? A vampire. You know, the, the things of myth with the teeth and the blood. Blood sucking. Yeah. I'm not familiar with cat myths. I'm sorry. It's not It's not a cat myth. It's just a general. I'm surprised you haven't heard of them. Are you yeah. not a fan of films? Doesn't do tech. He said he didn't do tech. Well, I mean, you don't have to have them plugged into your brain. We could have a brain, movie night here. Them. Yeah, we have a weekly movie night. Rust and Thunder movie night? No, <laughs> here. Rust and Thunder. Wait, it's watch all the films uh I, I'll watch a movie with you if you want me to <laughs> Raw about vampires I mean it you would about know umpires. probably one if you it'll make one. you more afraid of the moon mate why is that because they only come out at night oh according to myth I still don't think they exist most mythological creatures don't exist anymore but uh my brother Archie he believes a lot of that stuff I was about to say, there's, he's got a whole lot of myths around him, yeah? Archie? Bit of a mythological figure himself. Yeah, is he, I'm sorry, is Archie the archivist or? Well, yeah, the other one's Hermie. Yeah. Hermie, Hermie and Archie. Hermie and Archie. So, I mean, he's got a ton of myths surrounding him, right? I mean, I guess one of them was that he survived the destruction of Ansera, but you're making yeah. proof of that as well. I remember hearing something about like going back to the question of keys. There's a rumor or a, a myth about him and keys. I don't know all the details of it, but as for on the topics of myths, do you know anything about it? I mean, my brother's a collector, for sure. Uh, keys is an odd word. Uh, it's possible I know what you're referring to, but hypothetically, if I did, I probably wouldn't say anything in this context, unless you were going to tell me why you keep asking me about it. One might assume my brother Archie wants hypothetical keys back. Is that what you're saying? That might be a rumor I've heard. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. I have, I can guarantee you I have never, well, maybe not guarantee. I talked to a lot of random people, but. He sighs and he put, and he puts his head down a little bit. It's like. Is is this a, is this the whole thing? Is this you trying? Is this all this was, Roger? Are we not really friends? You just wanted the keys. I look away. I'm like, listen, mate. It's not what it looks like. Ah, that's fine. You want business dealer? I can be business dealer. I thought we were chilling, but that's cool. I look back and there's like a tear in my eye, and I'm like, listen, mate. Maybe that's how it started out, but then you showed me how to dance. <laughs> and it, you really, you know, you really touched me, mate. Well, I'll tell you what I told Nelka. Uh, what? You what the fuck, mate? 
he jumps. Like what? We wait to tell her. Because she walked up to me and said, "Where's your brother, Hermie? Why didn't you just do that?" Because, mate, it's all about discretion. I was trying to respect your privacy. Yeah. Okay. We didn't know if it would be a sore subject. We we wanted to get to know you first. Also, you're really cool, so I've just been enjoying talking to you. Yeah. I've been enjoying yeah. this too. I like you, Sapphire. I don't know about your friends. It it, it takes them a while. This whole time, Kat just has a train of emojis that are trying to keep track of the story so far. It is just a lot going on across his face. I mean, that's a big ask. You got out of me. He's in the quarantine zone. Obviously, it's a big place. Will you tell me why you want these? Do you know what they are? Can you give me any information to make me feel better about potentially betraying my brother? Are you going to hurt him? We're not going to hurt him, no. Can you swear? Yes. Would we need to? I already have. I trust you. She, he looks at you, Sapphire. I don't. Some people, they don't get what they want. They start shooting things. They start throwing things. You, you swore. I trust you to keep it peaceful. I swear, I will not, not injure your brother either. If I meet them, I'll be honest with you. Where he's at, not easy to get to. The quarantine zone is completely locked down. It's dangerous as fuck. Yeah. And. I suppose I can tell you where he lived when that was his his home. I don't see too much harm to that. Same as I told Nelka, it's valuable information. Oh God, you told her this too? Well, she asked and she paid. All right. Did she swear that she wasn't gonna hurt him? And I thought we were having such a good conversation here. What what do you want for the information? Now I feel betrayed. Ah, it's a, a, a valuable, valuable thing, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So we're making a business deal. But again, I thought we were having a good time. Uh, well, uh, Nelka paid me twelve fifty, but there's always work if you prefer that. I could, I could use some help. What sort of help? What kind of work would you like? Do you need done? Well, you know how I sell drugs. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, there's this, uh, there's, there's a problem that I have. Uh, and the person who is perpetuating the problem is named Todd. Todd's a shit. We don't like Todd. Fuck Todd. Fuck Todd. Okay. Uh, Todd's been selling Berserker on my turf out of a laundromat, no less. Which, like, come on, have some class, buddy. And he's only doing it at night. Uh, haven't had much luck finding where he's coming from or where he's going, but I need him to not do that. And you seem like the types. Maybe take the job for me and call it square. Do we want to take the job? If we take the job, it's going to take more time and Elka's going to be ahead of us. Or do we just want to all chip in and give this lovely man his money? Yeah, I think we're running out of time. Fucking Todd lives another day. I mean, we could still do the job for you on the side. We're not declining the job for you. I'd love to help you with Todd. He sounds like a dick. Do you have anyone who could do it uh, soon? Do you know any any referrals? I got this guy named Brunswick. There's also a, a solo I know named Flynn. I highly recommend him. I can give him your details, send him over. He's fantastic. Well, uh, sounds like we have an agreement. And he is going to open up a map on Quarantine Beta. And he is going to outline... I'm not going to describe it specifically. I'll show you a map when we start doing that. Mm -hmm. But he is going to describe uh, whereabouts Hermie lived. Um, And he says, And uh, remember you promised... Not to hurt him. Uh, as far as getting in, I will tell you 
the, the, there's no doors, so you're gonna have to go over. Uh, my recommendation would be to go through uh, where exit 92 is shut off and drop down, but however you wanna do it, that's totally your prerogative. I will tell you, Hermie is the best hacker that probably exists. He is always tinkering with shit. He likes the shit more than he likes people. Uh, now, I'm not talking about, like, cyberware. I'm talking, like, net hacker. Like, cyber decks, uh, net infrastructure, old tech, computers. He is a fucking genius. So if you need anything hacked badly, I mean, we're talking, like, badly, right? It'd be a possibility that you could, you know, go in there and mark up the job, so to speak. Uh, last time I sent someone his way, that's that's the way that we went about it, was they took in one of these, you know, highly encrypted, unhackable things. Ermie does the job, they mark it up, get paid for the, the dangerous trip, so to speak. You seem like edge runners, so the tip is free. I appreciate that. I might actually have something for him. So thank you That's for that. That's good to know. Apologies for uh, seeming deceit. You're a hardcore guy. We didn't want to come in guns a-blazing and have things go badly. Now we have a nice relationship. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, I can do business. I did think it was friends, but business is business. I can do business. I do business all the time. Friends can't do business? I, I, I think we're friends doing business right now. Yeah, just wanted to make sure. Now, speaking of business, I do have maybe a small prospect. Okay. Now, this is just me throwing out here. Uh, now, you have to understand, I've been doing this for a long, long, long time. I've been edge running for longer than you've been alive. I've been trading information, selling drugs, all these things. I think the quote goes like, beware of an old man in a job where people die young. Have you heard that one? Heard something similar. Is it about you? I'm the old man in that. Okay. So, I'm just saying, if you wanted to throw in any extra to perhaps tempt me, I could, if the price was right, interfere with Nelka's understanding of the situation. Now we're talking, mate. Now you're picking up what I'm putting down. So, like, we pay you and kill your friend, Todd? That'd be a, that'd be a, I would accept that option, or what I would pay for the job if it were else, which would probably be about 500 nano, so it was uh, 1750. But yeah, fuck Todd. Fuck that guy. I fucking fuck hate Todd. Todd. Oh yeah. Last. Well, Flynn will be right on it. He's great. He'll be thrilled. Okay, so I'm paying Flynn. I mean, how long will it take to kill a Todd? Like, one night? Especially if you're, like, derailing Nelka. That will give us time to kill a Todd. That's true. We go we take care of Todd. We could just bring Flynn. Yeah, we could yeah, bring Flynn we'll anyway. Bring Flynn. We, we probably should bring fun. Flynn either way. Yeah. I'm not trying to uh, speak for my own interests here too much, but I don't know if you should, like, leave and go straight to the quarantine zone. Like, one might suggest some research, some preparation, a good night's sleep. So stop by, shoot Todd in his dumb fucking face, (laughs) and then go to quarantine beta, and I'll help you with your Nelka. You help me with my Todd problem, I'll help you with your Nelka problem, and you get the information, and I get paid. That's a win-win-win-win-win. I mean, that sounds good to me. Fuck Todd. Right. Fuck Todd. This is the kind of business they're friends to. I'm glad this has come full circle. He looks at you like he kind of forgot you were there for a second. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. You did good business, Roger. You did great, right. Roger. Cat gives Roger a thumbs up. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like we have a deal. 
What does Todd look like? Uh, do you have one of those, uh, one of those little pocket screens? Uh, yeah, mate, it's called an agent. Yeah, yeah, give me that, give me that thing. Yeah, I handed my agent. And he starts, like, fiddling around. He's like, I can never remember all these words. All these fucking words. Like, okay, here we go. And he turns the phone around to you, and it's like a picture of a raccoon. Okay. That's what Todd looks like. And we can find him at the laundromat? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you right where he is here. Uh, and he just gives you drag. It's like a few blocks down. And he's selling at night when I can't really go deal with it. Smart little fella. Stupid Todd. Mm. Fucking hate that Todd. That is rather Should smart. Be. Easy to find. Easy to find. Does he hide during the day? Yeah. No, I mean, that's been the problem. We can't find him. Okay. Well, I'm sure if we go inquire about Sam Berserker, we could probably find him pretty easy. And Yeah. It sounds like he's not being too quiet. If he probably feels pretty confident selling at night that no one's going to come after him. I think he mistakes my chill demeanor, my excellent dance moves, and the quiet nature of my rust and thunder as weakness. He does not know that if you infringe upon my territory, I will have you killed, which is the thing I will do. Obviously. The young ones, no respect. None Obviously, he's never dealt with an actual goose. So those things bite. He nods. You get it. Yeah. You get it, sad girl. <laughs> I... <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, well. we do nicknames because we love. Yeah. Fine. You know, everyone just has those sad days. I, I got hit by a car earlier tonight, so uh-huh. just going back to that, I'm... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He turns to the three of you like, she's not okay. No, I'm she's fine. Not. <laughs> no, she's not. I was in the car that hit her. You hit her with your car? No, I was just in the car. It's a long night. It looked very painful. And as you guys kind of wrap up the conversation and come to like a deal... As you start to head out, uh, Nelka is by the entranceway to Rust and Thunder. Sapphire would actually hang back briefly after okay. everybody left. Like, intentionally? Cece would yeah. make eyes at her of, like, you need me to stay? No, intentionally. Obviously okay. intentionally. Then she would step out. Um, and she'd, she'd shut, shut the door so nobody could hear, and she'd just look back at the dealer, and she'd just be like... Uh, I am a mother, so I will try to prevent the end of times. <laughs> Thank you. I would appreciate that greatly. Uh, yeah, I kind of could tell. Um, whatever's going on, you need to resolve any conflict there. There's always the next step, right? So there's violence, then there's an orphan. And I don't have to tell you what orphan means. You know yeah. what this word means, right? Yes, I'm very aware what orphan means. So that cycle continuing is not good for you either. Yeah. And the influences on the orphan's life is going to determine how the cycle ends. If it's the birth of a new world, if it's complete destruction. I mean, we could be talking about millions of years of darkness until life crawls back out of a primordial soup on some no-name planet trillions of light years from here. No good. No. I will. I will what I can do. And find out why the ship stopped coming. That's important. Is that related somehow? Well, it seems a little coincidental. You know everything's a coincidence these past weeks. Seems like it. Seems right. a little, uh, seems a little cycly, doesn't it? Uh, yes. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm going to try not to think too much on it tonight. I'm going to go fuck up Todd and get some sleep. 
Fuck that guy. All right. Thank you, sir. It was very nice meeting you. She'll make her way out. And yeah, Nelka is uh, by the exit there. Um, both of your bands are gone. And um, she stops leaning on the wall and stands up. So just here for a show then. Right. Well, I got my card rent. I mean, I never said I was here for a show. I said I was here for Roger. She looks at you and then looks at Roger, not smiling. Who am I talking to? You or him? I mean, talk to him. Talking to me? Okay. I was here for a show. Be very careful, Roger, what you do next. Dan's watching, and I'm watching. And we could have so much fun instead of any nastiness. You're the only one that keeps implying nastiness, and I find it rather nasty of you. If you feel I'm implying, then let me tell you, you don't want to do this job. What job are you referring to, Nilka? Hmm? She looks at you and for like an uncomfortable amount of time and then looks back at Roger and looks at all of you. I think I've made myself clear. Please, no. Not from me. It's from Dan. You're going to want to stop. We aren't doing anything wrong. I will let Dan know you think you're not doing anything wrong. If you want to have a conversation, you know where to find me. If you want to keep pretending you don't know what I'm talking about, that's fine. But I'm trying to do you a favor, Roger. You've got such a great ass. Don't waste it. Listen, if you want to do me a favor, why don't you stay out of me way? We'll just hook up so you guys can stop this bullshit. I'm down. She looks at you, Roger. <laughs> Cat looks at Roger. It's not going to change me ambitions in life. I'm still going to go play shows wherever I want. Dandia isn't going to tell me where I can and can't play shows. They've lost the point entirely. She shakes her head. Like I said, you know where to find me. I'm trying to keep this light. I'm trying to have fun. I hope my warning has been received properly. And she would turn to walk out unless anyone stopped her. Have a good night, Nelka. All right. Well, I'm certainly stressed. (laughs) I think that's a good place to uh, end our episode for tonight. Um, Thank you guys so much for playing. We made it to the dealer. We uh, made it to the uh, show. And everyone is still breathing. I think that's a win. Listeners, if you could do me a favor and check out actualplaypods.com. That has all the information you need to follow the homebrew. You can check out our Patreon from there and support the show. Or you can join our Discord, which is the best Discord of all the Discords. And hang out with all of our lovely cast members. And even learn more about the other shows. We have two other shows that are like 50, 60 episodes in. So lots of uh, actual play content. Really great stuff. Again, that's actualplaypods.com. And we will see everybody next week for episode eight of The Homebrew. Special thanks to Maiko for the intro track titled New City. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor Zombie Dad 
Belmont, Hunter of the Unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to The Last Cuppy, Last of His Kind, In Search of a New Home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the Catburger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock golem formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot. Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers and experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists. When they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M. The Aves of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard Stand. A sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multiclass into Bard. Can't forget about the Defiant. Join the crew. Just a game with Grundle. Yeah, and he's really good, too. A little too good, if you ask me. Welcome, Sarmoth. The dream-weaving shadow of exile. Embrace the shadows. Unleash the dream. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.